Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I'm Sean, this is Mike, we're the Ghost Town Rebellion, and we're on the Loud Spot with Sebastian, does that sound cool? Yeah, but let Mike say his own name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sean, this is Mike. Thank, yeah. thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm Sean. Hey, what's up, I'm Mike. And we are the Ghost Town Rebellion, and we're on the Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, we have the Ghost Town Rebellion, Sean and Mike. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Oh, dude, I'm super excited about this podcast. Look, I had Sean on before, and we actually interviewed the Ghost Town Rebellion, but that was like, like, I'm happy I want to redo it, because I love the band so much, and I was kind of just starting, and I'm just happy he even said yes to do it. And so now we're going to have a much better show. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us back. Yeah. So one of the favorite things I like to talk about in the last few days, uh, thanks to Sam McIntosh, my executive producer, who made us watch The Mandalorian. I am not a huge Star Wars fan. I know you guys actually talked about it. And, I mean, it's like one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's true. Uh, seriously, it's it's like the best thing from Star Wars since The Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's almost not even really it's not it's Star Wars, but it's almost like not even Star Wars because it is, but it's it's, it's its own thing. It's its totally own thing, and that's the coolest thing that's happened to Star Wars, honestly, since Return of the Jedi. Um, the the I prequels agree. were the prequels were great. I did like Solo, and I loved Rogue One, and I love the sequels. I love all of Star Wars, but this was the first like in. Clone Wars was okay, and I, and I liked Rebels, but they were animated. I have a really bad problem with watching Star Wars animated. Not that I didn't like the stories, and I like how everything's connected, but I want live action. I want to see Star Wars, and it's just like when the first episode came out, 
And I was just like, yeah, I felt like I was like five years old watching the, the first movie all over again, you know? Yeah, it's because uh, yeah, somebody who has never seen Star Wars before or a true Star Wars Ultra fan can mm -hmm. both sit down and watch it all the way through and both be completely excited about it. It's nuts. Yeah, it's yeah. Thing. that's how like, do you do that. That's it. I want, do you guys have your lightsaber still there? Yeah. Yeah. What? What kind of nerds do you think we are? <laughs> <laughs> That is super cool. I can't believe you spend that much money on those things. Does it make noise? Yeah, they make noise. What's the difference between I, what's the difference between those ones and the ones you buy like at the Dollar Tree or whatever? Well, these are those like, ones aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, Sebastian, these are the same quality that you would see in the TV show The Mandalorian or a movie as a prop. Okay. Now these are actually full on like props. So, and they're very well, like, designed. Like, they come apart, and there's a centerpiece, and there's, like, the kyber crystal in the center. So, it, and I have a white crystal, and I think Mike's got a red one. My kyber crystal is out of uh, batteries. Oh, you got <laughs> batteries? You need, you, need, you need three AAA batteries for that. that. And then I want you to give a shout-out to your brother who makes those Mandalorian oh, yeah. helmets, man. Those are pretty cool. Oh, look. Yeah, my brother uh, he's my brother and I grew up watching Star Wars. His name is Mario Peter. He's my younger brother, and he's based in Portland, and his company's called Scum and Villainy. So for my birthday and Christmas this year, uh, he gave – this is one of his uh, Boba Fett designs, but with the custom color that I asked him to do. So yeah. it's like the Kurt Mandalorian coloring, but with the Boba Fett helmet, you can see the dent. With the dent. <laughs> so uh, – and his so, uh, and his Star Wars uh, company that makes it, he's actually officially licensed. It's it, these are uh, these are three D printed hard plastic helmets. They're very very sturdy and good. And he's called Scum and Villainy. So that's what he does. That is so. So cool. if you look for yeah, if you look for him on on IG or Facebook, it's Scum it's a Scum and Villainy. That's his company. I'm a, and then all I have to offer is. Is this Star Wars Pez? And I'm not even like a huge Star yeah. Wars fan, but I do collect Pez. When I see cool Pez dispensers, I gotta have them. So, hey, that yeah. is very oh, no. respectable. Very respectable. <laughs> it's like a cool thing to collect. It's cool. Very respectable. So let's talk about the Ghost Town Rebellion, man. You guys have some really good music. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sebastian. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, how, thank you. I, I know I asked these questions before when I, when I was talking to Sean, but I feel like. Now Mike's here, we can get some different answers. So how long have you guys been playing together for? Uh, like <laughs> as a fan or like actually, uh, we've been friends for yeah. long, over two decades. We've been playing music since we were kids. Decades. And we've been in bands uh, on and off for the last long time. And the Ghost Town Rebellion, kind of like I said as before, started off as my project, but when I was putting the list together, I'm like, I'm like, I need a, I need another lead singer, and Mike was on the top of my list. And I think it took me about 12 to 15 months of coaxing him to become part of the project, like six years ago. And then, and did, then we did, uh, did he buy you Star Wars gifts? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he promised me uh, lots and lots of uh, yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> we, we have we have mandates when the new movies come out. We act, I like, it is. We have premiere tickets. We go on premiere. Like I always go. We go to our IMAX downtown, and I, and I have like 
the first showing of the new movie at 6 p.m. before everybody else, and I spent all this money on the tickets, and him and I go, and he and we buy popcorn, and we're like a very happy couple watching Star Wars. <laughs> we're like basing like basing tours around Star Wars openings. It's very like like oh, we just happen to be off right now. Oh. Yeah. If there's another Star Wars, are they even making any more Star Wars movies, or are they done? No, they are. A new movie will be out by 2024. Well, maybe in 2024, I'll head to. I'm, you know, I'm from Vacaville, so I'm not too far. My parents go are. Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. The, well, I, hey, I went to Wilsey Wood, man. I'm a Wildcat. Guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry to take it back. How dare you say that on my I, podcast? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but I live in Oklahoma sorry, now. Go, go. Uh, Oh, did I lose you? No, I'm here. No. Oh, there we go. Then uh, go to Fiesta Day Parade. <laughs> there you go. This so I, I've been watching your Facebook page, and you guys seem to have new content kind of regularly coming out with new music videos and new songs you guys are writing during the pandemic. Indeed. What's the Indeed. What's the latest song you guys wrote? Uh, we were gonna we're gonna listen to that tonight. It actually ended up on the record. Uh, that's the fall. Cool. That would that would be the most uh, most recent song we actually wrote during the pandemic, recorded during the pandemic, and it ended up on the new album. So that was kind of a plus side of the album being pushed back because um, I think we ended up we started off recording like how many did we do 16, 17 songs, Mike. Yeah, we did like 17, 16, 17 songs. We whittled the, down, the album down to 10. We released two singles, which are, was Diamond Queen and I'm on Fire. Diamond Queen. Diamond Queen is such. We're not. Look, I want my listeners to know we are not playing Diamond Queen tonight. Go on YouTube. Watch the music. It is phenomenal. Great. That's a great song. Great song. That's all. The video is all Mike. That's all Mike. He does all our videography. Really? Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. So, did you go to school for videography? Video videography no. or videography? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I know. I just uh, I, I pretty much self-taught. I did go. Um, I apprenticed uh, as a photographer, a still photographer, for a really long time. So I kind of got the base basics down for the the principles, and then went off on my own. And yeah, I've been kind of doing it ever since. But uh, so- self-taught and. Yeah, that's the way. And, it's kind of nice to be able to bring that to the band, you know, in addition to... Yes. They, they let me play music, too, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, you're not just a video guy. But that, yeah, yeah. That field you guys are in, in Diamond Queen, where is that? Is that located? Are you guys you guys in the Sacramento Valley, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so is yeah, that there? That's, that's one of my little... I mean, you can say it's one of my secret locations, but no, it's in the uh, Delta... It's um, it's actually my uh, godparents' house, and they they live on this giant pear farm <laughs> in the middle of uh of of the delta, um, just on the river basically, yeah. and uh, they just have acres and acres of random space and random. I mean, there's some random stuff out there. It's like farmland, so you know you got just question marks around every corner. But yeah, that was kind of like, you know. <laughs> Hey, here's some pillars. This looks like a kind of cool spot. Yeah. In yeah. In the middle of a pear orchard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the song Rabbit Hole, we're about to play that song Rabbit Hole. Uh, did this song, this is all, this, all these four songs are on the same album, correct? That we're going to yeah. play tonight? Okay. Yeah. 
Alright, now Rabbit Hole, what's Rabbit Hole, what's that song about? I... Rabbit Hole is, is about just the rabbit hole of life. And we wrote that about a year and a half ago when we were on tour. I think we were in the middle of like a 10 or 15 day tour. And we've been, this was by August, so we were probably on tour date collectively 169 or something at that point. And um, I just started like, you know, because I do all the driving and Mike's co-pilot. And so, you know, everybody else passed out in the back of the van. And then we're just kind of looking late at night at the road constantly, you know, and like, exactly. We're just like, wake up, you know, you know, and, uh, and so it's kind of like wrote it about the band, but it's like, it kind of feels like it's, what's interesting about this album is like, we've been writing it and recording it for the last two years, but it has way more to do with what's happened in the last 15 months than anything. So, I mean, Rabbit Hole is just about, it's, it's about us being a band trying to express ourselves as artists and make it and entertain and still enjoy it uh, as being a band and artist, but also making it a business. And so, you right. know, you have that, that going on too. And so it's kind of like the lyrics are like, you know, late night, eyes wide. I mean, that's just like me and Mike literally sitting in the front of the van, you know, four o'clock in the morning, probably watching the sunrise at that point, if it's summertime, driving in the middle of nowhere, trying to get to our next after playing After playing a show. After playing uh, a or show. Two. Because, yeah, so the easiest thing for us to do, usually a lot of times, <laughs> is just leave the venue, hit the road, drive until the next town, and then crash out. And then just pretty much sleep in front of the venue until it's time to load in. Or, wow. if, you know. So. That's, that's, hey, it's a lot of work being in a band for not a whole lot of money sometimes. You know? Glamorous. Yeah. Glamorous, yeah. very glamorous. Glamorous, yeah. Touring is touring is not glamorous, but unfortunately, we are actually breaking even or making money on the road now. So that, we're doing good. at least you're breaking even. If you can make some out of it, it's a plus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. let's let's play Rabbit Hole right now. Here we go with the Ghost Town Rebellion.
Alright, that was Rabbit Hole by the Ghost Town Rebellion. I do want to ask you, because you guys recorded some music during COVID, were you guys able to be together in the same studio while you recorded it? Or did you guys kind of keep separated? We did, actually. Uh, we actually recorded it in my studio um, the fall, and I'm on... Uh, I'm fine, which will be, which is also under last July, and my studio is big enough. Um, so you know, if someone was in the live room, someone was in the control room, and if anyone else was in the control room, everyone had masks on. So we were we were doing what we needed to do to keep each other safe. And uh, if we had to do vocals, one person was in the vocal booth, and then we would do that, and then the other person would go out, and then that that's kind of what was going it's on. like a it's kind of funny because it's called the decompression chamber is the name of the studio <laughs> and we literally were like decompressing the, the vocal booth is like let all the air out okay now we can let people back in okay Dude, and we have like very, fans in between takes, yeah quite safety like conscious like carrying the, the room out yeah and everything, so. dude were you guys like me at all like my wife i would come home from like work i'm like don't don't get near me. Like, your eyes are oh, red. Yeah. You feel Full tired? Like... You feel tired? Don't touch me, bro. Don't touch me. I'm going to tell my wife that. Remember that scene in E.T. where they're, like, scrubbing? They're, like, all the... Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. yeah. It was the scary. Scientist scrubbing away. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was scary. Did, uh, did any, Has anyone in the band caught COVID at all? No. 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 Uh... Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Nobody, nobody in the band has caught COVID. We've been, uh, we actually since rec- we just did that recording session back in in July, and then filmed the Diamond Queen video. But then we haven't really, other than here and there, like you know, sitting outside. Like we didn't see each other for months. We like, like we had our first. We we've had our first band rehearsals in twelve months. Like I remember, yeah. like we, I think you, me, and Jamie just jammed to the tunes before we went to the studio just to kind of get just a feel again of how the structure was going to go. Yeah. And we had masks on and in our practice space, we're all separating. We got, I got, I bought a bunch of drum shields and stuff. So those things are like six foot high and then we're wearing masks in the practice room and, uh, and then the doors open fans on. So we're, you know, circulating stuff, but yeah, we, 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 uh, we just started rehearsing again a couple of weeks ago and it's been fun. It's, and that I, I miss that the most more than anything and just seeing my friends and my bandmates. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you know, did you, after 12 months of not playing, going back and playing again, did you forget, like, <laughs> any of the song at all? Like, how does that go again? Like, did that ever happen? Uh, we, I think we were planning on forgetting, but... Totally Mike, playing, Mike, yeah. Mike, like... Mike can actually agree to this. We played this a full set really without messing up we actually like like mike literally stopped us at the first song like holy shit guys we just played yeah. a song and it didn't suck you know it is very strange yeah very very strange yeah i guess but you know you guys can hear your own music because it's recorded and you guys have it so i guess it's you can i guess if you thought you would forget you'd go back and listen to it did you guys do any of that uh, yeah, no. I was doing that. <laughs> He's like, nope. He's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do that. I, I have, I'm one of those old school, like, cause I was in marching band and all that. Like, I want to be prepared before I go to practice and stuff like that to at least know what I'm supposed to play. I mean, granted, we're not going to play everything perfect and, and it hasn't right. been perfect, but we've been playing pretty solid and I was really excited 
just to see everybody. And I think we were just excited to see each other too. So being excited to play your music, like a lot of times too, it's like, I think Mike and I forget being on the road as much as we have been. Like this is our first break we've had in six years. And, uh, and then like, we were, we were both a little, I, I would be honest. I was a little nervous about us getting together and having to relearn everything. But like, we were literally like on the first rehearsal, pretty much played everything how it's supposed to be played. I mean, granted, we had to go through a couple songs here and there just to kind of get the feel down again, but we, we knew what we were supposed to be doing. Well, you yeah. got, you guys are professional. So, <laughs> you know, you guys, it, I think <laughs> we've played the songs. I mean, we toured pretty extensively on a lot yeah. of those songs and uh, even the new stuff. We, I mean, we were pretty well rehearsed on it before, like kind of getting ready to tour on it. And then, yeah, we kind of were like all locked, locked and loaded, and then everything kind of screeching halt. And stop. wait, it yeah. literally was it literally was a screeching halt. We played our last show March. 13th. We were just about to leave for no. We were in the we, we were leaving. <laughs> or wait, it had just started. We were already two weeks in, and we we oh, had, we, we were supposed to go south by southwest. We were supposed to go south by southwest. That oh, that's right. That's right. And then we we came we rerouted came back played we were supposed to play like a couple of it was St. Patty's weekend so we were like playing a bunch of hometown gigs That's and then we just ended up playing that one on the thirteenth and that was it. That was the end. <laughs> yeah, <That's, laughs> that was it. Good. And then we, everything we just paused. Yeah, we were supposed to go back on the road and play another like 15, like fourteen to twenty one days. Yeah. Yeah. Just in just between March and April. Have you guys? You guys kind of just went in like cryo. No, no, sorry, we just went into like kind of stasis for a little while, and then we just kind of dethawed and went into you know dethawing process. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. reanimation process. Yeah, reanimation process. Like that's that scene in Austin Powers. Exactly. Ice block. That's kind of like. I talked to I talked to a lot of bands that actually say that because of COVID, their band has been able to focus on really their sound and their structure and figure out where they want to go as a band. Because you know, when you're in a band and you're touring, you know, you guys were on tour, and when you're doing a lot of that, you're you're focusing on the tours. But during this hibernation period, you're really kind of you're able to regroup. I think a little bit. It was like. It was like, here, guys, take a vacation, take a break. It's almost like, it's, it's, to be honest, I'm gonna be, I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of like something Mike and I've been praying for for a while, like, we just needed a, <laughs> like because, it, but it was a world stop, so everybody had, stopped, so it wasn't like we're gonna go take a break for twelve months and everyone's gonna forget about us. It's like, wow, the whole world had to stop. The heavens listened, um, and. and yeah, we got to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> a long nap. Yeah, no, I, I do. I, to, I totally, totally, totally feel that. I, you know, I, I've never been to the touring band or anything like that, but I can only imagine. Like, I, dude, look, I've been doing this podcast for six months. I'm coming up on my 100th episode, and I'm like, God, oh, I, really? I, 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 I take a break. I, I do it so many all the time. So I'm no, I, that, I know. I've been busy, man. I've been real busy. Well, that's how that's how you grow, man. It's content, content, content. So, but now that uh, Sam McIntosh has kind of really reorganized what we're doing, it's it's really structuring me, and I get to have family time again. So that's gonna be that's gonna be super awesome. 
Do you ever uh, go? Do you ever go back to one of the first songs you ever wrote and just for fun try to play it again or like redo it? I'll be honest. Don't have to do yeah. What could you teach me that or? Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what our? I don't. That would be. No. Carousel. I was the bass player in that band, and I don't. I don't think so. Is the answer? I would. I wouldn't remember how to play any of those songs, to be honest. Really? So sad. Yeah. No. be like lost media. That was before the. That was before the days of the internet. Yeah. I, I think that was, I think that I remember when recorded. I think I remember some of my songs I did just because I haven't written as many songs. You know, like you guys are still writing songs. I kind of stopped writing songs, <laughs> so I still I still remember. Uh, I still remember. I guess maybe that's sad that I that I remember them. Maybe I should be more like you guys and not remember them. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I wish. Yeah, wish. But, the, but there may be a reason why we can't remember them. I don't. Maybe they maybe they weren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> they well, they probably weren't. I mean, they yeah. probably they probably were. They probably weren't as good as the, your song. Obviously, now you guys have you know two decades of writing together. And that said, that maybe that's why you guys sound so great is you guys have two veterans of, that have been playing for two decades together, and so the music just meshes at that point. You know, you kind of know what the other person is thinking musically. Yeah, that's one thing that's nice because you really don't have to think about it. Like, I mean, we kind of know which direction the other one's going to go. I mean, or yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the easy parts. Is like, you know, we we know the capabilities of each other, and we can kind of kind of say, okay, like I want to do this, but I, you know, might need your help here, or vice versa, or. Right. I want to do this cool part, but it's only going to work if you do this part at the same time. And then, you know, rainbows and unicorns happen. And then you're like, all oh, right. <laughs> Good stuff. And then there are a lot of rainbows and unicorns. And I, 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 I couldn't, Mike is my best friend. And awesome. uh, we've been friends for a long, since we were kids. And yeah, no, we know how to read each other and like, and we know how to like check each other like really hard. It's, it's like, you know, and when we bring something to the table, it's kind of like, you know, it's the best idea that goes. It doesn't matter who yeah. wrote it. It's not matter who's going to sing it. If your voice is going to sound better on this part, then you sing it. And, vi- and then you, the other guy does the harmony and, and vice versa. And it's, it's like, we know when not to play and we know when to play. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I'm happy that you guys are both on the podcast at the same time also, because I can feel the energy of you guys feeding off each other, which makes for a great show. Not going to lie, I love it. I absolutely love it. Let's play The Fall. I like this song. Who writes the lyrics, oh, cool. to, who writes the lyrics to the songs? We, we, we both do. Yeah. And, okay. then Jamie, our drummer, and then Jamie, our drummer, has been uh, starting to write lyrics with us now, too, which is really rad. He's a really good lyricist. Awesome. Uh, how many people are in the band total? Is there five? Uh, like four and a half. Okay. We'll go with 4.5 in the band. Here is <laughs> The Fall by the Ghost Town Rebellion.
Town Rebellion, great band. You guys uh, had my interest earlier when I think it was Sean that said you guys were in a van, like driving. Like when you think of bands, you know you you think of traveling in a band, but you don't actually think maybe that does happen. Oh, I don't. Anyways, people probably do that are in bands. What's that like being like? What's the longest you've been in a van? Not like driving, but like a whole tour. Like, how many days were you on tour traveling in a, van, in a van? I'd say three weeks. Where do you shower, man? Do you go to, like, truck stops? Hotels? Tr- truck stops, ho- hotels, if we if we can afford it. But the most of the time, it's like every time we go somewhere, we're either staying in another band's house or a friend's house in the town or a family member that will put us up for a week if we're, like, my wife's grandmother lives in Washington, just outside of Seattle, and so we'll stay at her house in Bellevue when we're doing like a week's worth of touring up in that area. And then, you know, I've got family in Portland, and I, you know, I, I've been touring for the last twenty five years, and so is Mike. So we have friends all and family all over. So we just we try and find like garages and even just garages and yeah, or we might just make and, friends. Yeah. Make <laughs> yeah. Friends. <laughs> We'll make friends real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to have a shower is awesome. Dude, yeah. Have you, have you ever have you ever ended a show and you're like, shit, we gotta be uh in 12, 13 hours, we gotta be at this other place. It's just end one show, you load up, you take off, you don't even have time to shower. I mean, like, do you ever get in the van in the van and be like Oh man, I like like the this turn is, and burn. Um, the turn all and burn. The time, all yeah. the time. There's there's three things you take with you when you're on oh, when you're on tour: deodorant, cologne, and wet wipes. Baby wipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, 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 how does the equipment get there? It's, it's in with the van. us. Wait, wait, wait. So you have so you have four and a half people in a van, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are driving with equipment. Is it like yes. the band van? Do you guys have like your name on the van? Is it like a big van? No, 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 no. We're very incognito because very incognito. What, what people here's a little. We should give a little like a little tip for people who are just starting out maybe, and they're like, let's go on the road. Let's you know get the the trailer and the vinyl that says you know. Here we are, a band. What that vinyl is saying, you guys, is here we're a band. This box is filled with expensive stuff. Steal me. <laughs> yeah, what that's saying. We, we literally you, drive. As we travel in a van where people are nervous to get near it. <laughs> it's just this creepy white van that just people go, ooh, that's icky. He's, you know, he's going to offer me candy. <laughs> yeah, for, that's what you're doing. Our van literally says Evil California on the side. It's a white yes, van with dents and no windows. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Hey, don't ever drive up to a little kid and ask him to, if they want a CD. Don't, don't do that. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't stop for directions. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, 
I've had the Vanderbilt wanna... time. We take care of her. She's our Millennium Falcon. She don't look like much, but she got sort of Yeah, inside. It's like it's a shell. Like if you go inside, it's like a Rolls Royce. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, and, and on the uh, the guts of it are more of a fine Italian sports car. <laughs> you know, but uh but the outside is like an incognito situation. It's exactly. Tough. It looks basically like a dumpster trailer. <laughs> yeah. So that's the way to do it. Yeah, that is. So I just that's just so, so cool to hear you guys do that. I, you fit the drum set in there and everything. Everything, PA God. drum set, so, all so, the guitars. So that means that you got to really take things down. And yeah. when, when you guys are done with the show, you really have to take it down. And I'm sure that you guys have it organized, and there's certain spots for everything inside yeah, the van. I do all that. I, we I have do all that. Fold down yeah. beds, and we have a Tetris game every night Man. with all the gear. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys ever need a triangle player and there's room for one more person in the band, you probably squeeze you in the front. I can, yeah, I can squeeze it like I, in between Sean and I. I'm skinny. Yeah, just, I'm skinny. I can fit. Oh, you're in. <laughs> I can, you're I can, in. I can fit. And you count to four. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I can. I can. You're in. You're in. Done. You're in. <laughs> I do want to ask you guys. Um, Okay, has your music always been the same? So when you two started out playing two decades ago, was it like more because back then, like thrash and kind of punk might have been like the, if you're going to play music, did you guys start off, like I started off screaming in a really crazy like three-piece no-name band with me and my best friends, you know? Did you guys start off different and then your sound kind of changed? Or were you guys always kind of soft uh, from the, from like soft alternative from the get-go? Uh, when Mike and I met, our two favorite bands were <laughs> What's Mike laughing about? What's he laughing about over there? I was just thinking how incredibly emo we were back then. Yes. <laughs> but it was the it was the first go round of emo, so yeah. it's like the original emo. So yeah, Sunday yeah. Real Estate, Far, the Foo Fighters, uh, you know. Mike would party at the Deftones house with Will Haven and do weird things. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was the original round of emails when we when we first met. So it, it was. I, I love emo. I still love emo music, man. I still love it. It's good times. Yeah. It's nice to so. it's nice to hear how emo has changed. And some of these guys, like when you say emo, I'm thinking. No, I no, I'm thinking like Taking Back Sunday. Uh, bands like that. Would you? Is that kind of your same definition of emo? I think that's, that's newer. Yeah. I think yeah, that's like post punk to me. Newer stuff. Okay, yeah. what's your definition of emo? Okay, you are maybe you might be a little older than I am. Uh, yeah. so what's emo to you? Uh, well, there is. It skipped right. and then got into like My Chemical Romance and like that genre of, of like emo but like you have to like what did it well originally emotional hardcore is right yeah emotional hardcore so we emotional... had bands like we had bands like um sunday Day real estate even and then half and then the rhythm section sunday Day real estate where's the rhythm section with the foo fighters and nate plays with the foo fighters and then we had sacramento's far and then before mm-hmm. deftones was new metal i would actually even consider them even emo before they got popular and big, and uh, and then then the nineties it was like Thrice and like Jimmy Eat World and yeah. those big bands. Yeah. So, did I miss? Which was also, you know, there's some good. It's just 
it, it kind of, for some reason, kind of went away for a second and then Ken came back as, like, you know, same kind of just powerful, emotional rock, just with a little bit more makeup the second go around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I used to wear the makeup. Little, I used to wear the makeup. Oh, I went on both, I went on both rides, for oh, sure. Yeah, my my guideliner game was strong. Remember, remember my uh, remember my black or or greeny hair with the blonde the stripe? Skunk? Right? The yeah, the skunk, skunk action. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. I just I, I just remember when I used to have hair. <laughs> I don't even have hair anymore. Me too. <laughs> I, dude, I never thought I was gonna go bald, man, ever, because I had good hair and I was wearing eyeliner. And then my oldest daughter was born. It's not because of her, right? It's just genetics. But I swear, I'd wake up in the morning like my hair would be on the pillow. I'm like, ah, shit. Here, here, here it comes, and then it just kept falling out and falling out. So now I'm just, I just shave it. And if I don't shave it for like a week, it's just embarrassing. So I just wear a hat. I just wear, oh, yeah. I, I just wear a hat all the time. I, I, I'm in the same, same game. I know. Mike's got his Gunnels hat on right now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's a ratatouille. It's always advertising. <laughs> Gunnels.com. Please go <laughs> visit now. Do you, do you guys? Do you guys play? Now, obviously, I don't believe you guys have been able to play shows in the past year due to COVID, correct? Yeah. yeah. If, if your band had an opportunity to play a distance show, uh, uh, and I think these are opening back up. In Oklahoma, they're doing concerts, but they never kind of stopped doing concerts. That's why everyone got COVID. Like, like I had COVID, right? And it wasn't even a, like, for me, I, I was one of the lucky ones. Uh, I didn't have it bad. My wife didn't have it bad. Neither did her brother. But it's bad. If you guys were able to play a distance uh I want to say distance learning because my kids are in school, right? But like a show, like a distance show, would you uh, would you consider it, or would you say let's just wait? We're starting to get there. I think we're starting yeah. to now that things are kind of starting to turn around. Um, we have a vaccine now. Yeah, like we're. It's almost like we're we're kind of like with this whole you know, rehearsing thing. We're getting like planning for these these virtual shows and getting, we just, we basically wanted to be kind of, you know, just as safe as possible. And we didn't really know what to do exactly. So we just took the yeah, you just got safe to... route yep. as we could. And, and yeah, we took kind of a break. We, we but... just, we just like, there was a lot of arguments on everybody's part. Uh, we just basically chose, let's be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Right. And we, we, you know, I'm not trying to toot our own horn or anything like that, but I think we're pretty established in, in the yeah. demographic where we're at. Hell yeah. And and it was like everybody knew, like, okay, even if we're stopped for six months or whatever it is, when we come back, it's going to be ten times stronger. And the, and we nobody knew it's, it was going to be as long as it has been even now. And, like, like full national, international tours, they're already saying it's, it's 2022. I mean, you can you can write twenty twenty one off the map unless it's like maybe something small or outdoor, um, and uh, and uh, so we're 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 at the point like okay, let's just try and just say hello to each other and get used to being around each other. Yeah, and, and as as safe as we can right now. So it's like easing. Those car shows like, are pretty cool. It's like it's like easing yeah. back into a relationship. You know, you can't just oh, yeah. you, know, you can't just go hard. But at least, at least you guys did. At least the relationship never ended, right? It's not, it's not right, like it's, right. not, it's not like it ended. No. But yeah, coming coming back into it, um, and Sacramento, we were on a break. You were yeah. break, yeah, yeah. You were you were separated. We were separated. 
We were separated, and we didn't have other partners <laughs> at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go try this project out over here, or I'm going to do this project over there. It was like, what are you doing? Uh, I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You want to have a, yeah, here we go. Happy Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, if we get back together, baby, yeah. I promise I'll give you a kid this time. I promise I'm going to give you a <laughs> Dude, I love the Sacramento scene. I like if I like I love Oklahoma City and one reason why I love Oklahoma City is because it's every like when I first got off the plane in Oklahoma City, first thing I thought about was this looks like Sacramento. But that's also because me mentally getting prepared to live in Oklahoma <laughs> probably had a lot to do with that. <laughs> but 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 it really does. Sacramento, the music scene is so cool. There's a place called the Hogshead. I don't know if they're still open or not. But they're in. Old... I hope it stays open. I know the Hogshead. Okay, I, I, yeah. that's a that's cool like place. Spot. Yeah, yeah, man. I my own band played there uh, like once or twice. It's a cool little dive bar in Old Sacramento. <laughs> do you guys do a lot of your shows? I know you guys do a lot of touring, but do you also have a lot of shows when you when you did play and when you will play just there locally in the Sacramento scene? Oh yeah, home shows are awesome. Yeah, we're yeah, but we For just sure. no, I mean, we love playing like home shows, but we don't we don't oversaturate like I mean how mm-hmm. we don't really play the Sacramento very often. Just um, mostly because we're not near Sacramento when we're touring. Right, that's yeah. the only reason. Like, we usually go, you know, kind of in this kind of figure eight pattern. <laughs> we're up, you know, north. Um, when we are in Sacramento, I mean, it's it's sweet. It's like... Yeah, I did play home oh, show. Like, we get to actually... It's like, hey, it's people we've known. You know, it's like our friends. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... Yeah, it's you know, like, like concerts. We, but, it's but on like, top of well, that, like, now it's like we've sprinkled like friends like all around like you know like all over the place so it's kind of cool but like when you get to play a home show it's like you know then you get to like you know do you know okay i have to do a really good job and like show yeah. up and yeah you be like okay this is what i've been doing this whole time like like this is why <laughs> I mean, yeah you have to definitely do that definitely do that <laughs> Yeah, you know that's what you have to. You have to at least be like, you know, yeah. I, I've been, I, I told you I've been our band was good. Look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> and you just whip out the lightsaber and you just start. Yeah, 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 dude. When you guys, if you guys ever come to Oklahoma, I don't know if you ever played here, but when you do come to Oklahoma, I definitely want. I, I, I will go. I, I will definitely go see a show. If you guys come to Oklahoma no. City, you go to Tulsa. That's kind of a drive. Oklahoma City. I'll be there. 100%. We're going to stay in your garage. Dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what's we just, cool? Hey. We, just need, we just need a shower and a toilet. <laughs> what's cool about that is my podcast room is part of the garage because it's a converted garage. That's Perfect. Awesome. We'll be there at five. <laughs> it works out. All right. All right. We're Let's... actually outside right now, but... <laughs> Don't ring the door when my kids asleep. All right, my wife will get pissed okay, off. We'll. Why don't we call you? Like, yo, what's up, Sebastian? Here and Don't tell the wife. All right, I, I hey. brought Doritos. That's cool. Totally, yeah, Doritos is totally cool. All right, let's play. Let's play the song Marshall right now, and then on to one of my favorite songs uh, from your band. Really, one of my favorite songs, uh, literally, that I'm listening to right now would be the song You. But we're going to play Marshall first, and then get on with that one. Here we go. This is Marshall by the Ghost Town Rebellion.
All right, that was a song, Marshall by the Ghost Town Rebellion. So when you guys talk about playing tours and being in the van, like the three-week one that I did in the van, what all states did you cover? Or was that was that just a California thing, or where all have you played? Uh, we play California, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington. And if it wasn't for COVID, we would have gone all the way to Texas and back in the Southwest the first time this last year. Nevada too. Yeah, I yeah we do Western Nevada like Las Vegas and Reno and stuff. Have you guys have, have you guys ever considered playing over on the East Coast like taking the van all the way to like New York or Connecticut? Uh, I've done tours like that in the past with previous bands. Uh, I don't. I uh, honestly, I, I, I mean, we're ready to do that. I just haven't had the opportunity or the uh, drive to do that. I'd like to play in the Midwest because I haven't done Texas and Colorado and New Orleans. Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have, you know, New Mexico. I haven't done the Southwest in a long time. And uh, it'd be nice to go through and do those, those States again. So, yeah, you know, the mu- the music scene out here is quite different than California. Uh, and I know that personally, cause I'm from California, moved to Oklahoma. And I was like, what is this? Like they were listening to stuff that, like, I think it's changed since I've moved here, but I think Oklahoma's now caught up with like the rest of the the rest of the United States with music. But you, but that you, internet, yeah. That, but but you know what? I don't think like I talk about bands out here um, that I don't think a lot of people really know. Like like a band called Real Big Fish. You know who they are, right? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and like a lot of people out here are like still like who who is that? And I'm like, how old are you? Like almost forty. You should know who Real Big Fish is. You should know them. Yeah. <laughs> of course, everyone knows the Blink-182s and those really big bands. But I think California, because even like, uh, I, I don't know, is 106.5 still? Uh, wasn't that the station? Nope. Out? No, not anymore. It was Quad. Yeah. Yeah, was quad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Quad, yeah. yeah. we're so, 6.5. Our good friend Andy Hawk, who was the main host of Quad, is now over at 94.7. Yeah. Which one's that? And he runs... It's the, the new quad. Show. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I used to yeah, love yeah, the... He's actually quite a big deal now. Really? I Dude, I used to love yeah. the morning shows, going to school, listening listening to 106.5, and that was like my thing, you know. I I still reminisce on those days. Now, I, I'm not one of those guys who looks back at my high school days like some people do, but I do miss, I do miss like the 19, 20 years old still living in California I lived in like Vacaville, Sacramento, Roseville. Like I was all up and down that whole area, man. Yes. I loved it. Trying trying to get in any band that would possibly let me in their band. That's what, that's what I was doing. So you guys are signed to Gateway Records uh, and still signed to Gateway Records. What all has Gateway done for you guys, and what doors have they opened up? Well, we're new. Uh, we're definitely the new the yeah. new addition. Uh, new we've addition, yeah. we so far have two releases. Um, Sean, you want to tell them about that? Yeah, we did. Uh, start. We got picked up about 24 months ago, and they picked up our single "Diamond Queen," which was supposed to be on our new album, and uh, they really liked that. And then we did a version of "I'm on Fire." It's one of our stage numbers. Love that song. And, Love that song that you guys did. Thank you, thank you. And then they put that on their uh, covered up album. And then the uh, Diamond Queen single came on their Rock Right Now album. And Gateway is an affiliate of Silverado Records out of Nashville. Okay. So a big country label. 
and um and they, they yeah we've uh you know they're they're opening doors for us they're putting a, in they're promoting us really well um we're getting a lot of international um streaming and we're doing really well with our streaming and uh so hopefully we're just kind of jumping off leapfrogging off of that uh with our next album coming out uh, which you've I, I did. Heard some song tonight. Yeah, and then the song you were going to play is awesome. I do, I do want to mention another song we're not playing tonight that you just mentioned. I'm on fire. Great cover song. That is the best version of that song. That song's been covered by multiple artists that I've I've heard. Uh, oh, thank you. And, and that's a great song. And I, when I heard it, it's like man. And the music video is pretty cool. It's like you guys are in a bar or something like that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I saw that, it. That's I like another it. selfie video we did. It's a so. selfie video, and like. If you watched the original Bruce Springsteen video, we were trying to do a montage actually to that. Okay. Because the original video is just the boss driving around in the Chevy or whatever he's driving in, and he's going from bar to bar looking at girls. And so (laughs) we have have, uh, our beautiful bassist, Chelsea Baker, and then um, the other girl in, in the video is our good friend, Sarah, who's also my hairdresser. But she's the female main female vocalist you you will hear on the new record, besides Chelsea singing. And then her and I were in a band together called Foodie. Um, she can't tour, but um, she's been awesome. By uh, we really try to push the boundaries of where we want to take the band, e- even vocally, the new record and bringing female vocals into the, into the new album. It's just been awesome. I, I don't think you'll ever hear the word hairdresser out of me and Mike. I don't think we'll ever say those words ever, ever again in our lives. No, no, no. I, 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 I'm a little fabulous. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. My mother was a hairdresser growing up. I can count on one hand who's ever cut my hair. And I'm very meticulous, honey. It's the lack of hair that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I, yep, yep. I was a great clip supercuts kind of guy when I had it. Now, now, now I just shave it with, and I hate every, every now and then I cut my. Do you, I bick my uh, sometimes. I, 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 I do, but sometimes I cut my head, man. It kind of hurts. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. I, no, we, I, 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 I grew up in a hair salon. I know it's like to be pampered, and I enjoy it. To be honest, what? <laughs> I, I, what? I, that's one. That's one of my extreme eccentricities, and you will never take me away what? from that. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's, the, he's the queen in that song you guys have. He has the, <laughs> oh, the diamond queen. He's, he's, he's the diamond queen in the band. All right, we don't have a whole lot of time left. We are going to go over. I don't care. I'm having a lot of fun with you guys. Let's play the last song right now. You, uh, this song is absolutely fantastic. I played this song when I did the Battle of the Bands uh, yeah, series. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a That's great. My, uh, this is Mike's baby. That is Mike's baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, it's a beautiful baby you got there, brother. Yeah. So yeah, thank you, sir. Here we go with the song "You" by the Ghost, by the Ghost Town Rebellion. Here we go.
the ghost town rebellion last song we are playing tonight now off of the podcast we were sitting there talking when you guys do concerts and the crowd's not really feeling it even though you have a set list do you ever like in the set list kind of come together real quick and say hey let's do this song instead now oh yeah all the time <laughs> yeah no it's just all like that time. you know that 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 moment is that kind of a that blues brothers kind of you know okay they're throwing beer bottles at us you know it's time to <laughs> Time to switch switch gears here. Time to play rawhide. You know, it's 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 a scary moment, but you know, you yeah. gotta read the crowd a bit and kind of. Uh, and if, do and if you end up playing rawhide all night long, we will play rawhide <laughs> yeah. all night long. But if the crowd enjoys rawhide all night long, 
then generally they'll end up buying the beers instead of throwing the beers, and then everybody's having a great time. They're buying the beers to drink instead of buying the beers to throw. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, they'll, they'll throw the bottles when they're done, regardless. But yeah, yeah. Bottle, not a full one. But they'll pass them to us nicely. Is it go? They'll be full. Is a go-to song? Um, if the crowd's not feeling it, is a go-to song? I'm on fire because it is a known song. People can sing along to. We do Maybe have a couple of, of like pocket covers yeah, that we can kind of secret weapons. Yeah. You know, we don't want to like. Def- that is definitely one. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you gotta, you gotta have your secret weapons for just those occasions. That's awesome. Just in case. Okay, now if people want to find your music. You, obviously, you guys are on uh, Apple, Spotify, and all the streaming. But if they want to go to your website, buy your merch, uh, where can they go? Uh, the Ghost Town Rebellion Official dot com. All right, and how about your Facebook pages, The Ghost Town Rebellion? And you said you're on, you're on, uh, you're on TikTok now, also. Yes, we are on TikTok. Don't be YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, all those good things. Twitter, we, we even tweet now. I tweet like twenty <laughs> times a day. Dude, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what, what's what's Snoopy's? Uh, I'm like Woodstock, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm out, I don't have I'm a hanging out with a hound on the dog on top of a doghouse. I don't have a Twitter account at all, but I do have, like, all the other things. TikTok, to me, is the most recent fun one uh, that my executive producer told me to get on. And, you know, the, the, the younger kids are on it. And yeah. and, and when you, if you're trying to do something big, you kind of want to catch the high school crowd. You know, because they're the ones that are going to listen. Yeah. They're going to buy your merch. So I got on TikTok, and all I do is make really stupid videos. So don't be surprised if I do a video with the Ghost Town Rebellion cover song. Yes, please do. If your please music is out do. there, yeah. if your music is out there, it is gonna be on TikTok. I know because I have a song that's released. Hey. It's on TikTok. Hey, my is favorite it? early, my favorite early Beatles song of all time is their version of "Twist and Shout," and that's a freaking cover. So it's, <laughs> you, you know, I, I don't care if it's a cover song as long as they tune in and listen to us and like what we're doing, then I'm happy because. <laughs> I'm happy. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to tell you guys, you guys have been absolutely fantastic on the podcast. I do want to give a shout out, and I know you guys would agree with it. Let's give a shout out to On Off right now. because Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Brothers. Yep. Brothers On Off. Love you guys. We love absolutely love you guys. We miss you. Malcontent. Now, they've, been, they've been going pretty yeah. strong. Oh, Malcontent for sure. Hello. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I, dude, I, 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 lo- I love that band, Malcontent, man. I have... I do I do some funny things with Anthony sometimes on Facebook. We made a couple of Facebook uh, videos and where I actually do some singing and I'm horrible at singing and and I'm not even good at guitar. But he's fun to have on. Yeah, on off not content. They're your neck of the woods. What other bands are out there in Sacramento that are, that are doing some good things? Uh, our good friends Drop Dead Red. Uh, good friends Horse Neck, which is Pag from Shorty. Uh, gosh, Shorty. Uh, who else am I listening to? Uh, Cities Wish We Wish You Were From. Uh, they're a great band from Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento has always had a killer local scene. Yep. And I'll tell everybody in America or the world, <laughs> I love our local music more than any national band, international band than anything. If the, if if I wasn't playing shows or touring seven nights a week that Mike and I normally do, I'd probably be at a local show six to seven nights 
nights of the week. And Mike you and I used to do that. I mean, that's how we met. We, you know, our old days when we were kids was like, we go to the coffee shop, we hang out, we go to the record store, which was Tower or, or The Beat or wherever we went to. And we would go through and, and find the coolest records that we could, that we heard on the, on the PlayStation. And then we get a flyer to a show and then we both be at a show that night and seeing music that would blow our minds. And yeah. Was, you know, seeing music that blows your mind. The Sacramento scene is, is one of the best scenes for music. Maybe I'm biased because I'm from that area. It just keeps producing. It just keeps <laughs> producing great music for sure. It does. It does. It's crazy. Well, hey, guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Don't go thank anywhere. Thank you, Sebastian. Yep, don't go anywhere just yet. I want to thank all of the listeners to The Loud Spot. Absolutely love doing this. You can go to www.theloudspot.net. We got merch on there. We got episodes on there. We got YouTube videos on there. We got it all on there. You can check us out on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys later. Have fun. Bye. Thanks for having us. This is The Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has to pin show so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.